0: (laughs) Well hello, hello and hello Welcome to the Movie Bugle Podcast My name is Justin and I am the host of this show Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back It's so crazy This is season 2 This is the relaunch, well not relaunch It's just season 2 I've been off air for a good month I would say So this is, you know, relaunching everything, getting back in the swing of things, coming back and talking with you guys about movies and TV shows So thank you for tuning in This is another episode, you know, this is, I believe this is episode 2 This is actually the episode that I'm launching on the official, you know, day that I release my podcast episodes I usually release them on Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 a.m. Eastern Time Um, so thank you guys for all tuning in please be sure to check out the, the movie bugle on my instagram page at the movie bugle as well as twitter and i am also on youtube everyone so go to youtube go to the little search bar and type in the movie bugle and you will find me there i'm over there still trying to get everything up and running and trying to figure all of that good stuff out so uh be patient with the YouTube page, but I'm going to be posting videos here and there as content comes along and, you know, just trying to help them grow this thing. But like I said, we are back. You know, uh, the movie Bugle is on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Stitcher. iHeartRadio Podcasts radio podcast and tune in. So please be sure to like, comment and subscribe and I will greatly appreciate it. So. Anyways, welcome. What a, what has everyone been watching? Like, you know, there's there's so much so much entertainment out there today and well nowadays with streaming and movie theaters and, you know, Netflix is putting out a movie every single week and it's it's crazy there's all these new like TV shows and stuff. And on this particular episode, I just wanted to talk about the summer movie season, you know, at the At the beginning of it, you know, I was recording my episodes and everything. And since the beginning of the year, I have been trying to notate all the movies that I've watched because for the past few years, with the exception of 2020, because it was so crazy with everything happening with the the pandemic and everything, I've been keeping a list of all the movies that I've seen over the years. For throughout that year all brand new movies that I've seen um, So of course I watch other movies You know in between I go back and rewatch Certain things and stuff like that but new movies That come out I always keep a list Of everything and um, You know so I can put a ranking of them At the end of the year So expect a ranking for all of my Movies this year As well as TV shows I'm actually going to do A ranking of my top 10 TV shows as well So that's going to be interesting Um, Any brand new shows that came out or brand new seasons that came out this year, um, I'm going to be ranking those as well. But um, like I said, this is about the summer movie blockbuster. You know, the summer movie season usually starts with a Disney or Marvel movie at the beginning of May. And then it ends. Actually, I want to say like. Um, sometime in August, you know, August is like the last month, but because we're in a pandemic, you know, it's spread out to, you know, this past weekend with the Shang-Chi movie and Labor Day weekend. So I'm, so basically what I'm going to be talking about is some of the movies that came out in between the beginning of May that I've seen all the way through this past weekend with, you know, Shang-Chi. So altogether, I've seen about 20 movies, um and that's a mixture of going to the theaters and also watching movies at home i told myself at the beginning of this year that i wanted to watch as many movies as i possibly could in a theater only because i love the theater going experience now i what i don't like is going to the movies and people talking and stuff like that but you know if a movie is made for the big screen i want to go experience it on the big screen some of my most fond memories of watching movies are inside of a theater so i like i said i've I've almost stuck to that, you know, is my list is about 13 and seven. I have seen 13 movies this summer in a theater and I've seen seven at home. And there's a there's a few that I miss for for particular reasons that I do plan on going back and watching before the end of this year. So that way I can put them in my list and see where they would rank or if they would even make my top 10 list at all. So before I get to the movies, that I've seen. Let's talk about the movies I haven't seen yet. Um, I call these my honorable mentions. Like I said, I plan on watching these before the end of the year. But if you've seen them, let me know what you thought about them. Don't spoil them or anything like that, but let me know what you thought. Um, so the first one is Respect with Jennifer Jennifer Hudson. You know, I do plan on watching it. It's actually right now on on PBOD. It's on iTunes for rental, I think of 1999. So I'm probably going to watch it that way. Um, it's so crazy because the movie just came out in August and I think within two weeks it was already available for rental on iTunes. So, you know, these theatrical windows in season one, I talked about, you know, the different theater, uh, well, not uh, sorry, the, the studios I've talked about the different studios and their release windows. It seems like over summer they've deviated a little bit from their, You know, release windows to try to get the content out there, especially if there is like a big movie drop. You know, from weekend one to weekend two, or no one was really going out to see that movie in theaters. They they didn't pull it. They're still in theaters, but they also put it available for purchase or for rental online. So, respect is one. Old is another by M Night Shyamalan. Um, I didn't get a chance to see that one. I wanted to. Um, so funny story so old and actually snake eyes I haven't seen both of those yet and those came out the same weekend in July so funny story I actually went out to a club in like downtown LA we got super turned super lit you know was having a good time and everything like that blah 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 blah. you know doing my thing and somehow i lost my glasses um <laughs> it was one of those nights where i had too many too many to drink um was very responsible um i didn't drive or anything i took an uber home but between me leaving the club and me waking up the next day in my bed i my glasses were gone so I don't know if they fell off my face and I just didn't realize or whatever the case may be Well, the only pair of prescription glasses that I actually had was sunglasses So I had to go a whole week with sunglasses on So I'm at work with my shades on and they're like Oakley shades You know, I was getting roasted, people was calling me Terminator You know, it's it's okay, it's fine, it's cool, it's cool, it's fine, it's cool um, but, uh, the next day, like after I realized they were gone, um, I went to the eye doctor and, you know, got another test done and then, you know, got two, i paid for two pairs of glasses and, uh, it just took, you know, about a week for me to get them. So, so I had my glasses back, but it was during that time that old and snake eyes had came out and I didn't want to go to the theater and sit there with my shades on and could barely see anything and then by the time, you know, I did get my glasses, other movies had came out and there was other stuff going on that I it just totally slipped my mind. But I want to say both of them are available for rental and or purchase on iTunes, so I plan on doing that so I can watch them, I can thoroughly review them and you know, put them in my list and to see where if and where they would end up in my top 10 at the end of the year. And then the last movie that I didn't get a chance to see Yet was Luca which is on Disney Plus and I don't honestly I don't Really have a reason why I haven't seen Luca I'm a huge fan of Pixar I'm a huge fan Of you know animation movies I Just haven't sat down and watched it Yet and it's so crazy because um, There's like reports of Like streaming numbers and You know data from theaters and all the Stuff like that and Luca has actually been a Really really good movie on The streaming service of Disney you know it's Consistently up there I think it's consistent in the trend, the trending section and everything like that. So, people are enjoying it. I just haven't watched it yet. So, when I talk about some of these other movies, just know that those four movies I haven't seen as of the time of me recording this podcast. So, I do apologize. Um, but let's go ahead and get it started um, with some of the movies that I have seen over this past summer. Now, I'm not going to this is not me talking about, you know, spoilers or anything like that. I'm just talking about the movies that have come out that maybe you didn't realize came out over this, you know, this this um the summer. Uh, and if you want to have a chance to watch it, you know, you can watch it or anything like that. So that's pretty much why I'm doing this. So, like I said, I've seen 20 movies over this past summer and um just starting at the top of the list, you know, Spiral came out in may i forgot the day it came out but it was towards the beginning of may spiral is a movie within the saw franchise um it is starting chris rock and it was you know it was really cool um you know it wasn't my favorite saw movie overall um i want to say the the original three is still my favorite within the franchise so um but i did have fun with spiral So the next movie that I had a chance to see in theaters, actually, no, this one was uh, at HBO. Um, I didn't get a chance to go see it in theaters for whatever reason, but Those Who Wish Me Dead was starring Angelina Jolie. Um, That was an HBO Max release as well as theaters. Um, That one was really cool as well. Um, I don't know if it is back on HBO Max. You know, I talked about this with you guys in an episode in season one, but all throughout 2021, HBO Max has a deal where it moved, their movies are being released on HBO Max for 30 days, as well as theaters. And then what happens is it leaves HBO Max and then it hits the regular like iTunes for purchase, then rental, and then it will make itself back to HBO Max, you know, for regular subscribers. So any movie that's released on HBO Max isn't there forever uh, upon initial release. It's only there for 30 days and then it will leave because the studio does want to try to make some of that money back from production. Um, so the next movie I saw was Army of the Dead. That was a Zack Snyder movie um, on Netflix. And this one actually was like I'm not a huge fan of zombie movies. Like I just never, you know, like whatever. I think the the only thing I've really seen that stuck with zombies for the longest time was The Walking Dead. But even after a while, I was like, all right, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> but uh, Army of the Dead was really cool. Um, that one actually released itself in theaters, and then a week later was on uh, was on Netflix. So. That one was really cool. And then going towards the end of May, I had Cruella and A Quiet Place too. I saw both of those in theaters. And I don't know. If, no, I didn't think I saw them both on the same night. I know they both came out the same weekend, but I don't think I saw them both on the same night. But um, so far, you know, Corella and A Quiet Place 2 is on my list of top 10 movies of the year. I love both of them. Corella was an amazing, you know, Disney live action movie. And it had a little bit more of an edgier side. You know, it was giving me, you know, the Devil World product type of tease and, um, you know, A Quiet Place 2. Was just as suspenseful and scary as the first one. I love the movie so much. A Quiet Place Two was actually one of those movies where I feel like you got more out of watching it in a theater than you would at home, just because you know there was one particular part in the movie where you know one of the characters in the movie she's deaf, and sometimes the movie per- uh, perception or perspective was switched to like how she views everything, and the whole movie would just go silent, like. Nothing at all. So watching it in a movie theater with other people, when those moments would happen, even people who's eating popcorn or people who's like eating candy or anything like that, everything would just stop and it just makes everything that much creepier. And it was, it was an experience that I, you know, just like watching the first, a quiet place, you know, I, I love the quiet place too. You know, I think they're going to make a third one. Hopefully, you know, it's not dragged out in a way where it becomes dumb. Um, But the first two definitely hit it out of the park. Now we're moving into the month of June and in June, the first movie I saw was in the Heights. And this was, you know, it wasn't directed by Limo and Miranda, but, you know, he did write the original Broadway show of it. I believe he was a producer on the movie. He actually had a little cameo in the movie as well. Uh, but in the Heights saw it in theaters. Enjoyed it as well I'm a huge fan of You know Movie uh, Well musicals And you know All that jazz You know Actually my aunt and I Are actually going to New York In October To watch a couple of Broadway shows You know She hit me up I want to say in May and was like my nephew you know their Broadway's opening back up do you want to go see some shows and I was like absolutely so we're gonna go see uh I wanna say we're gonna see Wicked and we're going to see the Lion King. I've seen both of those on not on Broadway in New York but I've seen them you know in a theater so I've seen both of the Broadway production of those she hasn't seen either or so I'm super excited to see that. Auntie, if you're listening to this, shout out. I can't wait for us to go to New York. <laughs> but In the Heights, you know, it was really, really cool. Um, also, I seen Fast 9 in, you know, on June. And, you know, Fast 9, uh <laughs> saw that went in theaters as well. And, you know, it was so funny because the, the cast, they're, they're so tight-knit on everything that, you know, actually, I'm looking at my list and I realized I missed the movie. So I've seen 21 movies but I'll get to that in a second. Anyways, fast nine, fast nine. There's such a tight knit, you know, family and cast and everything like that, that, um, you know, they, they pump each other up and they was like, you know, Fast 9, we're going to break records during this pandemic and blah, 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 And so far, I mean, they have, you know, they had a huge opening weekend. I forgot the actual box office number, uh, but they had a big opening weekend f- for a pandemic movie. Now, when I say a huge opening weekend for a pandemic movie, usually a, a movie like Fast, uh, like Fast 9 or, you know, like a Marvel movie or anything like that will open well over a 100 million dollars. You know, you're thinking between like 130 and 170, somewhere around that range, you know? So these movies are opening up like 50, 60, $70 million, you know, which in a normal world, that would be like, dang, that's kind of a flop. But for a pandemic, because a lot of people aren't able to go to the theaters or are choosing not to go to a theater, you know, that's still big. And I wanna say Fast 9 as of right now is the highest grossing movie of 2021. Um, I think it just crossed over $700 million, you know, worldwide. So it's, you know, it's doing its thing. You know, they said that they were going to break records and, you know, as so far, they're right. Uh, Zola, 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 Zola. I seen Zola in theaters. Zola, it was an indie film. You know, it's that movie. Yeah, um, I did enjoy the movie a lot. It's also on the contender of being my number one, uh, my, my top 10 movies of this of this year. Um, I want to say just because of artistic, you know, uh, choices in the movie, but the whole situation, if you haven't seen Zola, just look up Zola and watch the trailer and judge for yourself. That's all I'm really going to say. <laughs> but, uh, Zola. Yeah. So I saw Zola in theaters. So jumping to July, the forever purge I seen in theaters, you know, I believe this is, so you have the purge, you have the purge. Um, is it anarchy? Then you have the Purge election year Then you have the first Purge And then the Forever Purge So I think this is the fifth one in the in the Purge franchise And I'm going to be honest Watching the trailer for the Purge It looked like a student film No shade You know it didn't really look like it was a thing But because of the name The Purge I was like let me go see what it's about The movie was better than the trailers gave on um, it's, It wasn't my favorite in the overall franchise Um, But I will say that I had a good time watching The Purge The Tomorrow War I've seen um, That was actually on Amazon Prime starring Chris Pratt Um, That one was actually a really cool concept Uh, for those who don't know the Tomorrow War. Basically, it's like the future, like future people come back to the present and say, hey, we're fighting a war 50 years from now with these like creatures that are going to extinguish our species. And we need y'all's help to come and fight with us in the future to try to get rid of these things. Um, So that one was a fun movie. You know, I had a lot of fun watching it and that one was on Amazon Prime. So if you are an Amazon Prime subscriber or member, definitely check out the Tomorrow War. Now, this is where I had briefly said that I forgot to add a movie to my list, which I need to go ahead and update that. But Fear Street. So Fear Street is a three part movie series that is on Netflix. And I've seen all three, um, three separate movies, but with one cohesive you know story between all three so uh you have fear street 1994 fear street 1978 and then fear street 1666 and i will say that for that premise um i'm a sucker for slasher movies um and those that, that 90s style like you know horror movie and i feel like it did what it needed to do i had a lot of fun watching it um i've when i watched fear street Street 1984 i was like okay cool and then when i saw fear street 1978 it wasn't until like towards the end where i was like okay you know okay i can see like what's going on and then i didn't really have any interest to watch the last one because i was like i don't know how they're gonna tie it all together but they did like you know as i'm watching 1666 i was like okay so they tied it all together so if you like horror movies. you want to watch something that's a little bit different out there check out fear street like i said it's a three-part movie series on netflix uh 1984 1978 and 1666 so also in july black widow now let's talk black widow for a second black widow i actually had tickets i saw this on disney plus originally I had tickets to go see this in theaters at the Chinese theater, but I actually ended up getting sick. I don't think it was COVID related, but uh, it did follow my first vaccine shot. So um, I don't know what happened there, but I was too sick and I didn't really feel comfortable and I didn't want to put anyone else in that, you know, that environment of me being sick. That That's not really responsible. So if you're sick, please stay home. Um, so that's what I chose to do. I had to forfeit my tickets and I watched it on Disney plus. And I will say that, you know, Black Widow overall, um, it had me nervous for the, the, the movies in phase four only because, you know, we've had these great movies, uh, sorry, great TV shows on Disney plus with WandaVision and then Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki that now all of us, okay, we have Black Widow and we're super excited and it was cool, but it wasn't, it wasn't up there with like some of the other properties so i was a little let down from black widow i'm I'm so sorry i know there's a lawsuit between scarlett johansson and disney marvel right now with the release of it being on disney plus you know that's a whole thing and you know it's honestly that's you know that's a lot that i you know i may dig into that a little bit later but just for the sake of this conversation i did watch it at home I didn't get a chance to go see it in theaters and um but yeah I saw Black Widow. Another movie I saw in July was Escape Room Tournaments of Champions. I saw that one in theaters. I did see the first Escape Room and this one was pretty cool as well. Um I don't know which one I like more. Um probably the first one just because of the original concept and idea of it just still being original and fresh. Um but I had fun with this one. Space Jam, a new legacy I saw on HBO Max. Oh, sorry, I don't know if I said, but Escape Room, I saw in theaters. So, Space Jam, I saw on HBO Max. Um, I think I was trying to go see this in theaters. I forgot what happened, but I uh, ended up watching it on HBO Max. You know, it was really cool. I think i like the first one better <laughs> um no shade to you know lebron but you know i think there was just something that was a little bit more magic about the first one um i think the overall cohesive story of the first one was it was a little bit better but you know it's it was cool it, it did what it needed to do so that was the last movie I actually saw in July because the weekend after that, that's when Old and Snake Eyes had came out and that's when I said, you know, I lost my glasses and I wasn't able to get to the theaters. So August rolls around and I see Suicide Squad in the theaters. Have fun watching it. It was actually kind of funny. The first time I went and saw Suicide Squad, i actually ended up falling asleep at the end because i went off i went after work and i was super tired and i didn't realize and i think i had a seat like all the way in the front so i'm leaning back and you know the reclining chair the ac is on and I, I knocked out so i missed like all of the third act so i was like okay but from what i saw it was good so i was like all right well it is on HBO max as well let me go check it out and i rewatched the whole thing and i had a lot of fun watching suicide squad so if you haven't seen it yet it is an r-rated movie but it's You know DC Universe uh, directed by James Gunn who also directs the Guardians of the Galaxy for Disney uh, Marvel. So if you have a chance to see Suicide Squad, check out Suicide Squad. Free Guy. Free Guy is the latest movie released by um, Ryan Reynolds who also plays Deadpool. And honestly, I had a lot of fun watching Free Guy. Um, I think Free Guy in a lot of different ways was not supposed to work. But it does. And I I like the fact that you they have this pretty much is this character in a video game who doesn't realize he's in a video game. And you know, all this stuff is happening. And for some reason, he's able to detach himself from the fact that he is in a video game and start to, you know, go beyond, you know, the coding of the game. It does his own thing and it develops from a story there. Um, Free Guy is a Fox movie. And because Fox is owned by Disney, you know, I'll, all I would say is Disney definitely flexes its muscles with the, the IP and properties that it owns because um, you see a, a few like pop-ups and cameos and stuff in you are like, Oh, OK. <laughs> it's because they own by Disney. <laughs> so oh, I had a lot of fun watching Free Guy. So definitely check it out. Don't Breathe 2 I saw in theaters Um, They started the ad campaign for this movie like really late Um, I didn't really see any first trailers or anything like that until July Like a month before it came out Which is unusually late for like movies Don't Breathe 2 the movie overall was okay Um, I definitely liked the premise of the first one better If you haven't seen the first one you don't really have to see it to watch the second one it's two completely different stories uh, which is another reason why i feel like it's kind of like eh. and then um when you actually get into like the t- plot twist of the movie you're just kind of like that's kind of messed up um so it's and like i said it was it was okay but you know yeah and then um the last one was i did get a chance to see in theaters which was Candyman. Candyman was an amazing movie um I know that there's like some mixed feelings about it. To be honest with you, I'm not too sure why. Um, Nia DaCosta, who directed the movie, is also directing the Marvel's movie, Um, you know, the um, well, AKA Captain Marvel 2. Um, brilliant director Jordan Peele um, He produced this movie And I think he helped Write the screenplay as well But I liked it You know Any any new movie That comes out That shows the black perspective That shows black people And you know Beauty and everything I'm here for it um, Candyman was You know It was creepy um, I did see it in the theater Where these, these little kids Kept talking When I say little kids I mean like young Young adults Was in the movie Just being obnoxious you know, throughout the trailers and, you know, before the movie and you heard them talking throughout, but it wasn't as bad as it was while the trailers was going on, but they did get scared a few times. So like the scream and stuff like that. And I was just like, all right, you guys, but overall was cool. And then last, but certainly not least Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which is, you know, the next Marvel movie. And I will say that, you know, after seeing Black Widow and being nervous for, phase four in these movies shang chi definitely came back and got my life together and said no no no, we're still here we got it uh, i definitely enjoyed this movie um i released an episode you know this past friday talking about you know shang chi and I, uh, the diversity and i wanted to release that episode the day that the movie came out um so if you haven't seen shang chi yet please go check out this movie. Um, It is theaters only. Um, There was a comment made by uh, Bob Chapek, who is the CEO of Disney right now. About this movie being an experiment, and I know the lead actor Simu Liu sort of took his comments out of context, which I can understand why, but I feel like he should have consulted his publicist first and pretty much made a statement online talking about how we're not an experiment, talking like we, as far as him and his fellow Asian actors, are not an experiment. We're gonna make history, X, Y, and Z. And you know, after looking at everything, I do believe that the comment about them being an experiment was basically talking about how all of the Disney and Marvel movies up until this point has been theaters and Disney plus for purchase and how this one is strictly dis, sorry, strictly uh, theaters and the experimentation of it is to see, will people still go out in theaters to watch the movie with everything that's happening in the climate right now versus waiting for it to be available for digital, you know, option like digital on Disney plus for purchase or digital for, you know, itunes for purchase, or whatever the case may be, so that was where the comments came from. Not, you know, oh, are people gonna go see this Asian led superhero movie? You know, I don't think Marvel would spend 200 million dollars on a budget if they thought that it was an experiment like that, you know. And even so, you know, they showed them that minorities would go see movies with Black Panther, so um, yeah, so that was a whole thing. But Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings is a great movie, it's nice to see you know, the Marvel universe again outside of these little isolated stories and see everything tied together. Because for the most part, I would say WandaVision, even I would say, even well, I would say out of WandaVision, um Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Loki, out of those three, the one that connected to stuff more, I would say is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. WandaVision was really like a contained story and there was like cameos as far as like small characters in it, but it wasn't really like overall, even Loki, like there wasn't any like major overall cameos from other universes, but you know, in Falcon and the soldier spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it yet, you know, there was other, you know, properties that wingled their way into it, you know, here and there, you know, one in particular that I'm not going to say, but (laughs) if you haven't seen it yet, go definitely go watch it. But anyways, um, but yeah, so Shang-Chi was an amazing movie I got to see it twice in theaters um, One at a, a, a early screening About two weeks before the movie came out And then one opening night at the, Both at the Chinese theater So um, it feels amazing to watch that movie At the Chinese theater For an Asian-led, you know, superhero So there you guys have it Those are the movies that I've seen In the theaters for this past summer And I would say all together one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven. So seven out of the 21 movies from this summer are in the list of being in my top 10. Now, the way I'm doing it is any movie that I'm like, this could be a contender, you know, I just mark it. I think as of right now, I do have more than 10 movies from this year altogether that are contenders. So I'ma have, you know, a little bit of a time trying to narrow it down to 10 and there's still four months left. You know, we still have all of September, October, November and December. And I know there are movies that are coming out that is going to make this list. So I'm super excited to share this list with you all uh, at the end of the year And it'll probably go up like early January-ish as far as like my top 10 And then as well as my top 10 TV shows as well But what have you all seen this summer? Uh, What have um any of the movies in this list you haven't seen if you haven't seen it and you have any questions about them or where to watch it or how you can watch it definitely hit me up um i'm still planning on watching movies um in the theaters as much as i possibly can and for those movies where i can't watch it in theaters and i have to watch it at home i'm gonna watch it at home so there you have it uh, my summer 2021 uh movie discussion and thank you guys for all tuning in please be sure to follow me on my instagram page at the movie bugle i try my best to post you know any upcoming episodes on there you know if there's any news and stuff i will post it on there as well just in general um, i'm gonna try to be a little bit more active on there as well as my twitter page at the movie bugle you can find me on there as well and then like i said i do have a youtube channel just go to youtube type in the movie bugle and you'll find me on there as well and until next time i'll talk to you all later bye